Welcome to the theater. For everyone's enjoyment, we'd like to remind you of the following rules. No talking. No smoking. No littering. No red meat. No freedom of religion. And remember, all marriages must be approved by the Department of Health. Failure to obey these rules will result in immediate loss of citizenship and deportation to the island of Los Angeles. Enjoy the show. Your rules are really beginning to annoy me. Hi guys, welcome to Midnight Movie Night, where we discuss and review some of the best worst movies of all time. Join with me now is a good friend of mine. He's a comedian from Sacramento. He has a podcast called Tangents. He also has a cooking show on YouTube, I believe. Join with me is Spencer Sellens. Spencer, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to hear uh, from you. Call me Snake, okay? Call, <laughs> I'll call you Spence. Uh, that's not what I want. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, your Tangents podcast, I meant to ask. Uh, is that a is that a math podcast? Fuck off, dude. <laughs> fuck you. I had fuck, to. Fuck I had you to and start. David Thorne. I hate all of I you. I had to start with an inside joke so the audience would like it. Exactly. See, now the audience, now they think that we're all friends. <laughs> Just kidding. He has a fun podcast where you guys go off on tangents and ramble about stuff. So that's We fun. do. We do. Um, I was on it. We had, we had some fun. We are, I, I, a little insider secret for you. Kevin Heisinger, I'll let you know that you are the number one most downloaded episode so far. Am I really? You wow. are, sir. I just came a little bit. I can't give away numbers, of course. That's, 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 <laughs> but yeah, I, can, I can say that the number that you have is higher than everyone else's. I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get at this point. It's, I think it's the name. It's a, a sea of furries. <laughs> I think that was the best. Yeah. Uh, the be- and it didn't even have anything to do with the episode. Well, no, sort of like it was briefly, kind of very briefly talked about the furry video on YouTube. I still think it's hilarious. I love furries. <laughs> I wish like I wish I could be a furry, but I just don't have the money for the costume. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those Spirit Halloween man and like the uh, those costume oh, I, shots. It's just it's too expensive. You wish you could get that stuff at Hall- at, at, at oh, Spirit. Yeah. That stuff is like you need to go to. Like Break Hollywood. into a high school. Seriously. Where you know their mascot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. But what if their mascot isn't hot? <laughs> what? Where would be a hot mascot for any school? Just, Obviously, any armadillo-based mascot. <laughs> um, or any, any sort of Tony the Tiger. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want a Tony the Tiger. Uh, let's see. Definitely. Oh, how about the Sun Devils? What's their mascot? The devil. Uh, it's like a it's like a little dude in a red suit and pitchfork. <laughs> does, that, does that turn you on? Uh, I think this the idea of danger. <laughs> but, partner. But te- I mean, technically that's a costume, but the devil isn't an animal, is it? Oh, he's a freak. Devil? Oh, he's a freak. Or I mean, he's a demon. He's. I, de- I mean, I. Hey, what about Belzebub? Isn't Belzebub like half goat? Yeah, I mean, when you get really into the lore of hell, the I've lore. Never, I've never been <laughs> the lore of of, of Christianity, like it's some sort of like <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> when you really dive deep into the fan fiction that is the Bible, you really you find some stuff. <laughs> A lot of Easter eggs in there. <laughs> Literally Easter. Exactly. But, um, we watched this movie. It was the uh, best movie. <laughs> Escape from L.A., starring Kurt Russell. 
which uh what were some of your first thoughts you said you wanted to kill yourself while that you was within i think about uh two minutes <laughs> with the whole intro with the whole intro i mean and it, that's i forgot that all the movies in the 80s had about five minutes of credits before the movie started which I, which is funny this seems like an 80s movie because it was supposed to be but this was 1996 oh, you're it, right oh my god that's what it I was the whole time it was in development hell for the longest time and they kept trying to get it made because this is a sequel to escape from new york from the 70s which was, if you haven't seen it, it's the exact same movie as this one. But it's actually a lot better. It's a lot more entertaining. It's not nearly as ridiculous. But this uh, one, it was just... I saw nothing ridiculous about this movie. Oh, no, was, it was a very no, straightforward. Everything, I think... Okay, uh, I don't know if you... Are you allowed to, like, go in and out of... Dive like, in, into, yeah. Let's talk about okay. it. Okay, uh, what really pissed me off is how when they... So, him... Actually, question. question how... Is he friends with Xerxes? Xerxes was who was that? Was that it was the, the chick with the male voice? With the dick, <laughs> Pam Greer. Yeah, Pam oh, Greer. That, that was I don't know because so cringeworthy. So Snake Pliskin, who is a criminal and is has an eye patch. He's, he's freedom. Off. He's a freedom fighter. He's sent on these rogue missions, the exact same ones twice. This is the second <laughs> time he's doing it. <laughs> the first one, he had to re uh, rescue the president. This one, he's trying to defuse a bomb. Was it a bomb or a virus? It was, okay, so he got infected with the virus as like a, um, what do you say, as a way for him to ensure that they would actually do the mission. And it, yeah. was, it was this like doomsday device where basically you press it and it releases these EMPs right. wherever you yeah. are in the world. From which, the president's uh, daughter. Dude, so wait, is it the same president in the Escape from New York? It's not. The okay. older one was uh, what's Donald Pleasance from um, Halloween. I, I thought but, you were going to say Donald Faison from Scrubs. <laughs> well, yeah, he was a cameo. But um, <laughs> no, this president, did you recognize him? I recognized... <gasps> is it Uncle Ben? It's Uncle Ben from... Yeah! Wow, why did I not? That's so funny how I didn't even think about that until you're like, director. Like, Wait a minute. I know he that. had great power. He was, and he had some great responsibility. He did, but you know what he didn't do? He didn't use it well. No, he took it too far. I like how his daughter goes where he's like, fuck you. And he sends her to the death. And they yeah, that's, that's was, that was nice, where he just basically sends his daughter to the electric chair but before he does that, he says, but first, let me pray. <laughs> <laughs> let me pray before I kill my daughter for not really clear reasons. Like, she's just kind of like, she's, she's dating what's-his-face, uh, Che Guevara. I thought the Che Guevara was really subtle. Like, the, yeah, very subtle. I like the <laughs> nice beret. Um <laughs> I love the Spanglish, where it's like, I am a Peruvian bottle. Like, what? <laughs> oh, I just love that he says, bring me his head. That was the, <laughs> most, that was the most villainy line. But to answer your question, I, I would assume what's it, Pam Greer's character, the transgender woman, they used to be criminal. They used to be friends, right? But let's was talk this... about when he goes up to her. And yeah and oh god and sexually assault and sexually assaults her sexually assaults me as a hello and just oh you what did he even say he's like uh oh it was the uh seems like everything 
Just everything changes, but things always stay the same. <laughs> so, so I'm like, it was so cringeworthy. I'm like, did Harvey so Weinstein make this movie? Like he just so based he he just thrusts his arm like onto her like the middle of the front of her leg, and then just right. slides his way up. He's just like, don't worry, baby, I'll get you a good part in this movie. And then he basically, and then she just pulls out a gun from her snatch. She does. She's got a gun in her snatch. Which it's so awkward to talk about because on one hand, it's like transgender and like I have no problem with that. But I just thought it was weird having Pam Greer play this part and not a man. You know what I mean? Like, I Yeah. Just, uh, what's the, I mean, you know, all for that, but all they did was lower Pam Greer's voice a couple octaves, which is yeah. really distracting. And was it just, just so weird. It, and an all around just bad choice, I felt. Her voice was like if Pam Greer was calling you for a hostage situation. Like, <laughs> exactly. Or like, what are they, the hostage, yeah, like, we'll, we'll bring the money you know, to the, Central uh, Park at six o'clock. Yeah, from Scream. Right. But it's, um, yeah, so it's the exact same plot as the first movie, and he's trying to stop the president's daughter, Utopia, I believe. Yeah, Utopia was a weird name. And her whole, I just like, we have so many character arcs in this movie you know a lot of character lot arcs of... but are any of them finished <laughs> i don't <laughs> think really. any of them actually finish because i mean what we were talking about the first line that kurt russell says is call me snake because i keep calling him fliskin and yeah. he keeps saying that the whole movie but his whole character arc at the very end mm -hmm. they finally call him snake he says call me fliskin that's so really that's some great that's some great writing. I love how at the end of the story they're like, yeah, he has this dissociative identity disorder, <laughs> which is I think it's nice that 1996 Hollywood really wanted to uplift mental mental health like that. Mental illness, but I just so takes place in 2013. That's nice. And the president's daughter <laughs> decides that Cuervo Jones is cool. She wants to date him. So she decides to set off this whole bomb. But that's the whole plot. And he's trying to stop her. But her whole, her whole arc is that she sees Kurt Russell and is just like, I want to fuck this guy. Mm. And then she finally realizes when they're at that, uh, the USC stadium during the basketball scene where she looks around and everyone's getting murdered. And she finally says to herself, I don't think terrorism is for me. <laughs> yeah, that was a very, a very subtle moment that, that the filmmakers did there. She just, just she looks around at all the violence and finally goes, oh. but what was she doing? She was pouring that machine gun. She threatens to murder America, and this took it too far. The basketball tournament where people are getting their heads chopped off. She's like, what? This is. I thought we were just yeah. smoke. I didn't actually mean it. I don't actually want to be a terrorist. Something that really pissed me off about that scene was when they, when they first opened up that scene, it's like with Kurt Russell in the basketball scene, right. there's an extra, but she's an extra in focus. Like it's the equivalent of like an extra with a line. Right. And she's holding a baseball bat by the it's middle of the bat. That shit pissed me off so much. <laughs> it's pretty picky. But uh, I mean, hey, hey, this is a picky movie modcast, right? <laughs> we got we to gotta pick it out. But yeah. Uh, What's funny is that, so, Kurt Russell, well, the first time he gets captured, he gets pulled to a place in Beverly Hills, which was probably the most insane part of the movie with the Surgeon General at the hotel. 
with the botched plastic surgeries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the group of people, they have botched surgeries and they need to basically that was a fun one. take skin from people to make their surgeries worse. And also like body parts too. Like it was yeah, kind of like organ harvesting. It was applied at least. Yeah. And did you recognize the lead guy from the Surgeon General? Like the doctor? Yeah. No, who was... Oh, wait, hold on. Wait. It was hard because he had that fucked up face. Was it the bad guy from that one... um, If you want to click it by the book... (laughs) The bad guy from that show died like two years ago? No. Johnny Handsome Johnny or something? Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead. Oh, Isn't that crazy? shit, you're right. And it's like, it's your big break, bro, but we're going to fuck your face up. Right. So we're not going to be able to recognize you. So he comes out, and uh, Kurt Russell and his part-time, he has a girlfriend, very briefly, looks like Joan Jett, who comes in, and oh, everyone's walking around with all their botched surgeries. They basically turn into mutants, I'm assuming, with superpowers. That's hmm. what plastic surgery does to you because they get captured and they have all these ninja skills but they just that, have, that like, are never explained really and ninja skills just, that are never explained they just had botched plastic surgery i guess that turns you into a mutant i have no well it idea. depends on the ethnicity of the donor <laughs> i believe that's how it works right obviously but luckily they escape and mm-hmm. his girlfriend is all talking about, I'm going to show you L.A. Everything's going great. I just saw JFK. And then she gets shot. Yeah, that was... And then, that was very quick. It was very sudden. So, I, can't, I can't believe that we haven't... We've been speaking this whole time and we haven't mentioned the fact of Steve Buscemi. Is his Steve breakout Buscemi. role. Oh my Steve Buscemi's God. breakout role. I mean, Boardwalk Empire was okay. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs, Fargo, who cares? Okay, boring, to be honest. Boring. This but, is really where he shined. Thank you. <laughs> Which, by the way, because um, I was trying to figure out, I mean, this whole island, you know, there's that giant earthquake and everything, so LA has been kind of exiled, mm-hmm. just like they did in New York. Mm-hmm. So why do they have such nice cars and clothes? Um, because it's LA, yo. I don't know. uh, I mean, it's been 13 years since the earthquake that ruined us all. Everyone's getting executed out here, but Steve Buscemi's car, dynamite. It's dynamite, but the car's also from like 1955. (laughs) Well, he keeps it up to date. Ah, yeah. Map of the stars. (laughs) And, oh yeah, and Peter Fonda, his character, plays the surfer dude, if you're familiar with him from Easy Rider. Oh, okay. The older yeah, surfer yeah, gueah. guy. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. pretty cringe. Because he's that... in his 50s, and he's talking like he's in his 20s. Hey, that... bro. All right, man. Don't <laughs> sketch out. <laughs> One of my favorite lines was, thanks for not killing me, man. I yeah. I was just stalking you because I recognized that you're Snake Plissken, bro. And um, one of my favorite scenes has to be where they surf the tidal wave. We got to talk about that. Oh, we got to talk about that. Oh okay, set, set the scene. Set the scene. So <laughs> Peter Fonda parks his car that he knows is going to get wiped out by a title. It was like, oh, man, here it comes. I guess it was an aftershock or something. Yeah, for tsunami. It was, it was, it was weird. It was a tsunami. And he's like, we got to ride the waves, bro. And he gives Kurt Russell, a, he gives him a surfboard mm-hmm. and a really quick surfing lesson. Which is funny because I just watched Surf Ninjas and it's the exact same thing. Where just if you talk to someone for 30 seconds, they can 
and just ride a wave. I tried surfing. Uh, that did not work for me. Yeah, I've never, I've never tried, but I heard it's difficult. I have really poor balance, so I haven't tried. Yeah, I uh, balance is not my forte. It's not my will forte. And uh, <laughs> they get hit by this tidal wave. Kurt Russell surfs just phenomenally, and he sees Steve Buscemi driving, and he uses the wave to catch up to him. Does. With some great CGI, by the way. That was... Excellent you know, CGI. Excellent. You know, it's actually funny. I was looking into it, and the company straight up, they were supposed to use CGI, but didn't know how. Huh. <laughs> so they had this big budget movie, and I'm like, oh, we'll try. I mean, I, fuck, if you guys really want us, we'll try, I guess. <laughs> but he rides the wave up to Steve Buscemi's car. And that was... On it. Uh, it's interesting how uh, that wave was able to match the speed of the car. That's what really got me because Sibushemi sees him, recognizes him, is like, oh shit, and starts speeding faster. Yeah, and the wave's like, oh, I see that. <laughs> oh, you think you can get away, motherfucker? You're going but, nowhere. Um, so he catches up to him. But what I was, what we were talking about when they're in the USC stadium is he gets captured a second time in 24 hours. Which he does. Is, honestly, that's impressive. And because in the first movie, they make him wrestle a really big bodybuilder to the death, and it's really intense. But in this one, instead, they say, no, no, no. We're going to put you on a basketball court, and you have to make 10 points by running back and forth. You have 10 seconds each. Yeah, it was 10 seconds per possession, and you got to run the other – that was so weird. <laughs> and it was so anticlimactic because he's just, okay, just going back and forth, and it just – it wasn't – it wasn't that interesting. I learned, though, that Kurt Russell had to, like, practice basketball because he didn't want to look like an idiot out there. I heard that, he made that full – Yeah, that half-court shot, shot was – or that yeah. full-court shot was real. Good for him, you know. I'm proud of him. Good, but, <laughs> but yeah, so that's when Utopia finds out, I just, I really want to fuck Kurt Russell. Yep. So she follows him home. And then it's just, it's beautiful. But, yeah, the CGI in this movie, I thought, I mean, yeah, they tried. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a technical feat. That F-E-E-T. Yeah, speaking of feet, I will send you a picture of my feet right now because I am wearing these, like... Booties. Are you on OnlyFans? No, I wish I was on OnlyFans, but I'll send you a picture right now. Dude, I'm wearing these little, like, booty things that'll make, <laughs> that'll make your feet, like your dead skin on your feet come off. Don't worry, there's no dead skin. I'm really into dead skin. You should. Yeah, it's I'm really I'm really hot. into dead skin. Actually, these, this shot of my ankles... They are not flattering, but I will still send it. Please. The, I, I don't like when my ankles – because it looks like cankles in this picture. And you know what? I am a large man, but I'm not that bad yet. It's okay. Like, quarantine, if you've been gaining weight. No I'm definitely gaining no weight. No one blames you. It's okay. you got to gain the COVID-19 pounds. That's what we're saying. Yep. But, yeah. Oh, and then there's a, there's a hang gliding scene. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> that hang gliding scene, it changed my life. 
Yeah, there's some really bad CGI, but they they really tried with that one. Well, my best, my favorite part about that is they jump off a building that's maybe like 15, 20 stories, and then they cut to a different scene, and they cut back to them sky gliding, and they are like helicopter height. (laughs) They're like they're like a thousand feet in the air, or like five hundred feet in the air, or some shit like that. And I just, oh, when a snake at the very end was flying the helicopter, Utopia's with him. Like, yep. just, and he has to just shove her out. Like, look, here's the tracking mm-hmm. device. <laughs> he just throws her out of the helicopter like it's nothing. Eater, but she's fine. Say. Yeah, and she lands on her ankles, too. Which, by the way, like, <laughs> she, like she doesn't land on her feet, per se. But she lands, she hits the ground first with her feet. And she's like, oh, I'm okay. She's fine. About to get electrocuted or to death, but yeah, life happens. Oh wait, did you send me a picture? Oh, I did. Look at you, your little booty is. You know, it looks like the slippers that I used to do eurythmia in, which is what's a, eurythmia? Exactly, eurythmia is a type of dance that Waldorfians did. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's oh my god! Hold on, hold uh, on. So bad. This is this is uh, what is it getting... called again? <laughs> Your kind of like the eurythmics. It's your eurythmics. Google that shit. No, not Olympics. Oh, not the, not the band. Eurith, eurythmi. E U R. Oh, E U R. Yeah, T H M Y. I like. It just says another term for eurythmics. It's an expressive movement art originated by, oh yeah, Rudolf Steiner, who is the founder of the Waldorf School. It's a performance art used in education, especially Waldorf schools. Oh my God. (laughs) This looks so bad. It is awful. It's probably, definitely one of the worst parts of going to Waldorf was that we had to put our slippers on and do the arrhythmia dances. Oh my god, this is terrible. It felt. I think, in, honestly, I think interpretive dance is the worst way to introduce someone to a culture because no one, because this is what happened to me. Like when I lived in Korea, we had like this big. Um, I was I was going there for school, and we had like this big uh, what do you call it? Orientation seminar thing. Oh, I get. And. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was in. And then well, you know, I forgot what I was talking about. Fuck! You had you an orientation it. for going to Korea. What are you saying? Just before? I was really into that story. And then was, <laughs> Wait, hold on. What were you saying just before I got me into that story? Fuck me. We were talking about eurythmy and dancing. Oh, yes. Sorry. Interpretive dance. Okay. So we're at this seminar. My bad. We're at this seminar and the guy giving a speech to us like, you know, hey, this is how Korea works. Da, 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 da. Here's how the school works. Da, 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 da. Which, hold on. Side note. How does it work? How Korea, uh, much like any other country, except there are a much higher proportion of Koreans. Oh, okay. I was, I was really confused for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> so and he's, yeah. So then he says. All right, so now we've got like the brass tacks out of the way. Now we're gonna give you like a 15-minute interpretive drum beat and dancing, and it's basically like ancient 
it's like an ancient drum dance where they like dance around in a circle and they like doom, 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 doom. Right. And they start hitting like gongs and stuff. And I'm not I trying don't. to be, I'm not trying to be like racial. I mean, they really were doing this. It was just, I don't know, man. Like there's so many cool things about Korea. I don't think anyone comes to Korea so they can learn how to be in a drum circle. Yeah, I would come to probably be a journalist that gets murdered. Uh, well, that's, that's pretty good in Saudi Arabia. and That's pretty good there. Uh, but okay, if you really want to get murdered, yeah. what you got to do, if you want to be murdered and in Korea, you got to go to North Korea. And you got to like, the one. You got to, yeah, I wasn't in North Korea. No, you went to the good one. I, I did. I went to the good one, as you would say. Good for uh, you. Man. I killed a lot of good people there. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. They were going to, but back to the movie, I guess. What they were, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because I guess this movie had a budget of 50 million. Opening weekend. Yeah. Was it $8 million? Oof. Wow. It only made about 25 total, and it just didn't do so well. Wow, I can't believe 16 years of production hell and then that <laughs> is what the final product is. Surprising. This is actually uh, Kurt Russell's only writing credit, which is... Oh, that's <laughs> probably why he didn't get a second. Yeah, probably not. But he did, I guess he only wrote the ending, which I thought was kind of cool with him being a hologram. That's a little twist. And yeah, yeah, I mean, God. yeah, that's, I guess... <laughs> I don't think so. No, 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 no. All I'm saying is, I kind of it was, it was decent. Yeah, I didn't. It, it got me too. But then I realized, like, oh fuck, they made that a big deal about it in the beginning of the movie, and I felt, I felt, I felt robbed of my intelligence. <laughs> I just love at the beginning when um, she puts the virus in him. She just scratches his palm slightly. Yeah, that was weird. Like, oh. What? Ow. And then just nothing else comes from that. Like, oh, by the way, in 24 hours, you're going to fucking die. Which, by the way, that's such Oh, a that's how plan. he got... Oh, yeah, that's how he got the... him, and that's how they put uh, the virus in him. And they tell him, in 24 hours, you're going to fucking die if you don't stop Diffuse's bomb. But <sighs> it just seems like such a bad plan. And all he it's has so is just the flu. What's funny is because at the beginning when they tell him the plan, Kurt Russell's all sounds familiar. I'm like, yeah, it's the exact same plot of the first movie. Right. <laughs> but, and I just love that they keep checking up on him half the time. Is did you get it yet? Just, no. <laughs> the, <laughs> the team leaders did. I'm like, did you get it yet? No. I had to fucking murder all these terrorists. Oh. That's what my life is, man. I get a lot of like bullshit office rigmarole, and I'm trying to These, murder terrorists. This government, I'm starting to think they're really like micromanaging. I think they need to yeah. get off and just let the fucking criminals do what they need to do. Criminals gonna criminal. You might as well just try and make some money. <laughs> and uh, because this movie bombed so bad, they were gonna do a third one. Called, yeah, they kind of set it up like that. They did. They were going to. And uh, it was going to be Escape from Mars. <laughs> oh, God. Snake was going to go to space. Escape from Mars. Oh, my God. But they did a Ghost from Mars instead with Ice Cube. And I guess that didn't do well either. Shocker. I don't know. When did that come out? That was uh, early 2000s. It's got Ice Cube and Jason Statham in space. But you know what sucks? It's still a 
crappy movie. You would think it'd be enjoyable, but it's just stupid. I don't think I've ever enjoyed an Ice Cube movie except for Friday. He was in Anaconda. Again, I don't think I've enjoyed an Ice Cube movie <laughs> except for Friday. Um, I mean, he's been... Has anyone? Three, he was in Three Kings. That was good. With George Three Clooney. Kings? George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, and the Ice Cubes. That sounds dumb. It was good. It's the same guy that made Silver Linings Playbook. That movie was and also dumb. I like that movie. It was stupid. Okay, we get it. You're, Oscar. We get it. You're retarded. You're a Philly and you're a like, Philadelphia Eagles fan. We get it. Like <laughs> every, everyone who's a Philadelphia fan has mental disabilities. It's okay. <laughs> but Jennifer Lawrence won an Oscar, so I think someone somewhere disagrees with you on that. Well, good for her. And then didn't her news get leaked like the next day? Who really won? Her nudes? Oh yeah, they broke into her iPad. I think that well, was like way. That was. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to. I'm just the trying day to after she won the Oscar, right? Them nudes. Oh, such a bummer. She tripped going up the stairs. That was funny. What a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. God, this is the incel podcast, bro. <laughs> it really is. No, I've heard. I've seen interviews with her. She seems terrible but it's okay it's nothing <laughs> against j law i'm more of a j lo guy Ooh. 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 miss her she was also an anaconda which she was, was also an anaconda she which was great Dude, her... <laughs> yes oh, anaconda was such a great movie it made me it made me want to kill myself just like this movie. <laughs> i wanted to get eaten by a snake man not really i don't like snakes they're kind of rude Snakes are super rude. (laughs) Especially people named Snake. Oh, yeah. Bringing us back to Snake Plissken. Such a good Exactly. Wow. And that's what we call a callback. Callback. These are some tangents. Tangents, people. (laughs) But, um, yeah. I do recommend Escape from New York, though, since you haven't seen it. I I know know this movie was a hard sell. this This was definitely... This was this wasn't a hard sell. This was a hard buy. Like this was a hard experience. It was. It was. Like, it was ima- pretty painful. Imagine like going and buying a car, and then as soon as you leave the lot, you're literally like, "This car makes me want to drive off a fucking bridge." That's what this movie was like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I would buy a car like that. No, I, I think I'd just buy a gun. Understand <laughs> it. Well, so you would say you don't recommend Escape from L.A.? I, I would recommend Escape from L.A., but only if you saw Escape from New York first. <laughs> that, that's what kind of I was hoping you'd watch it, because it's the exact same movie. Yeah. So it's just play by play. It's a carbon copy, only with more transgender women and failed surgeries. Wow. Yeah, it was really uh, yeah, it was so weird. That's, I think that's what surprised me, the fact that it was 1996, because it, know, it screamed like that. It screamed like it came out in the early 80s, like really chicks does. with dicks, and Kurt Russell needs a beer, and like, he just is scowling the whole movie. Ugh, he does that <laughs> uh, That's why I love it, though. It's so over the top. Does he do that in the first one? Yeah, that's just how he is. Okay, well, but like... He was probably maybe the only uh, saving grace, I feel like, of this movie, was he was still a badass. I mean, they made him do ridiculous things, but I still... Like, surf. Surf in a fucking like, surf a tidal wave up to a car. I had to rewind the part where they 
like started catching that wave at least three or four times <laughs> because they literally just like, and not even like the special effects, just like the physics, they just decide to go with. They basically right. just, they lay on their board and the, and the water just like propels them up and not over them. And then in the next scene when they're surfing, you could obviously see the ground right in front of them. It's, it's, it's so it's funny. funny. <laughs> it's the, this is, this movie makes me want to try surfing. Yeah. After surf ninjas and this, I really need to get out there. Only thing is that the only, I mean, this ocean's kind of cold. I never feel around it. Yeah, I you're can't. the Pacific Ocean. I mean, it's Pacific okay. Ocean is like the second warmest ocean behind Indian. Okay, uh, maybe I'll try it. I don't have a board or a suit. Or Just go in the board. ocean tomorrow. Okay, do in the ocean right now. <laughs> How for, you live in LA? The beach is probably like a block away from your house. Obvi, no, it's like about thirty miles, but still, it's it's better than nothing. I'll try it. Probably not, though. You but should yeah. go in the L.A. River. That's my favorite river. Do you often have street races down there? I mean, only at night. How easy is there car access down there, like in Greece? Car access? Yeah, exactly. Like, how easy would it be to drive a car down there, like, if you wanted to be in Greece? I'm still confused by that question. The L.A. River, like, where it's not actually a fucking river. Uh... And they have, remember in Greece, the movie they like have near one. It's um, no, it's it'd be hard to drive through that. It'd be kind of your car would get stuck. No, but the one that's oh god damn, it's terrible. It's terrible podcasting. But <laughs> now I'm just gonna be like, let's talk about local geography. <laughs> the local the local geography podcast. That's true. It's like really we would basically that. just have a podcast where we just pick a, a random suburb of some metropolitan city. Like right. we just talk, we just talk about like Kirkwood, like not <laughs> Seattle. We just talk about Kirkwood and like, let's talk about, you know, like what's going on in the city of Kirkwood? Like what's on the ground? We like interview people on the ground in Kirkwood or Fair Oaks or I don't know, San Bruno. I'm into it. Let's I'll start a third podcast. It's called local Ge- the the local geography. Man, we gotta do something better. How about Easy Rider? Easy. I don't think that conveys what the idea of the show is. It's like Easy Rider. What's that show about? Well, it's about geography. <laughs> what? We call it Pocahontas Three. Hmm. Like an Elizabeth Warren podcast. <clears throat> is Pocahontas? Um. What we could Love do. It is we could make a podcast about this podcast. I'd be down. Just do some meta. We should just, yeah, we should do the meta podcast, the meta cast. Just talk about other people's podcasts when we pick it up on. <laughs> we just review our friends' podcasts. Like, I mean... <laughs> we, just talk, we just talk about, like, David's podcast. We're just like, Phil, my heart was fucking stupid this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know they said? It was yeah. <laughs> I'd be down. Be hilarious. Well, we're almost out of time because I'm cheap and I'm on the other Zoom, the free one. Oh, yeah. It's like, what, to get an hour? Yeah. Um, do we? I thought we only get about 30 minutes. Oh, I don't fucking know. It still says recording. It is still recording. We're past yeah. 40. But we set all our points. Unless, you know, you want to talk about something. I want to talk about the shapes of skulls. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, God. This fucking guy. Well, yeah. 
do you have anything you want to plug before we take off? Yeah. Uh, hey, mom, thanks for listening. If you want to look at listen to my podcast, Tangents with Spencer Sellins, uh, you know, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your wherever you get your podcasts. Hopefully, I could be wrong about that. So if you're calling me out, call me out on Instagram, instagram.com slash Spencer's dot Sellins. Spencer with an S, not a C, you cunts. Nice. Calling them out. Right? Anyone who spells my name with a C is getting shot in the kneecaps. <laughs> I'll make sure of it. I will literally shoot your face. Oh, well, that's murder. I feel like <laughs> kneecaps was better. You're right. I'm sorry. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you, girl. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. And I hope to see you soon. All right. When do you come back up? Um, don't worry about it. All right. Love you. <laughs> Peace.